What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. If you do not treat your body like an athlete, if you approach fitness, if you approach the gym the same way you do watching TV or whatever you do on a day-to-day basis, what's going to happen is you're going to hit a ceiling. You're going to hit a ceiling where you're going to feel like you're stuck in a certain area. And if you've ever felt stuck in your fitness journey, if you've ever felt a lack of motivation, I want you to just silently nod your head and disagree with me because I've been there before. I know how it feels to feel stuck. I know how it feels to feel unmotivated. I know how it feels to go into the gym and be like kind of bored, honestly. Like sometimes it gets fitness gets to a point where you're like, this is boring. You're like, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I'm eating the same thing every single day. I'm doing the same workouts every single week. I remember one time, this probably happened a couple months ago. I was in the gym and I was training shoulders. And I'm doing shoulder press. And I'm like, I literally do the same shoulder press every single week. Like, this is boring. Like, let's change it up. But it was in that moment where I realized that I was doing something that was boring. I was like, the reason why people don't get results and why people are not able to stay consistent is because they're always looking for the next thing. You know, one of the things that rocked me was when I learned that the average human being in America tries 126 diets in their lifetime. 126, write that in the comments below. The average human tries 126 diets in their lifetime. I thought the same thing you did when you heard that quote. I was like, there's literally no way. 126 diets that you try in your life? Like, let's say you live 70 years, that's almost two diets a year pretty much that you're trying from when you were born, you know, and... I started to ponder on that statistic, 126 diets tried in a lifetime on average from each person. I mean, there's some people that try more than that, right? And as you start to talk to people, you start to hear the diets that people try and and the things that people switch back and forth from. And it's crazy because most people just can't stick to things long enough to see the fruit or the results. And I'm not a stickler where I'm going to bash any particular diet. I really believe that most diets work if done properly. But what I think happens is, a lot of people do diets that are not sustainable for them long term or not sustainable for them over over multiple weeks. So they end up quitting or they end up just not working for them. You know, and a lot of the times people don't see the results that they're looking for simply because they get bored and they change things up. It's the same exact thing in business, you know, and it's the same exact thing in careers. Most people do not see the fruit in what they're doing simply because they don't stick to something long enough. And Today, I want to talk about treating your body like an athlete because this is something that a lot of us need to reawaken. And most likely, you played some type of competitive sport when you were younger, okay? And if you're watching this on the live, write what sport you played when you were younger or what sport you currently play right now. I played basketball. That was that was my jam. Um, I actually played against Kawhi Leonard in high school, which is pretty cool if you, get, if you know anything about basketball. I got to play against Kawhi Leonard. Um, basketball was my everything basketball was my life basketball was like exactly what i did and what happened is after i stopped playing basketball i lost my competitive edge 
And I believe that men lose their competitive edge over time. Okay. So what happens is you finish high school, you go to college, maybe you stop playing sports, maybe you join a fraternity, maybe you get a job, whatever it is, and you continue to evolve in life and you can continue to progress. You can continue to get promoted. And eventually what happens is you lose your competitive edge and the competitive edge I'm talking about. I want to reawaken this in your mind. Do you remember how you would feel when you would lose when you're playing a sport and maybe how you feel when you lose now? Like, I remember when I lost our state championship, like we, we got to play in state and basketball. Uh, we were in the state tournament, so we won our CIF division, which is like our, our regional division, and then we went to the state championship. I think this was my junior year in high school, and we were playing in state, and we ended up losing, right, on one of the games. I remember sitting in the locker room with a group of men. Everyone's crying. Like, men crying. You look on TV, you watch college basketball. If you watch March Madness and you see these teams make it super far in their journey and they end up losing, these grown men are literally like curled up in a ball on the court crying. In the Super Bowl, I remember watching the Super Bowl, I think this year, and you see the losing team as the confetti falls from the rafters. Grown men, beasts, are sitting there crying. Why? Because of their competitive edge. But what happens is, and I want you to write this in the comments below, you lose the fire to compete. Lose the fire to compete. Write that in the comments below. Lose the fire to compete. Imagine if you applied that same focus and grit to your body, to your health, that same competitive edge and competitive spirit that you had. That needs to be reawakened right now. I'm telling you. One of the reasons why you're not motivated, you're not consistent the way you need to, you're slipping on a lot of little details, you're, you forget to track your food some days, you forget to do your cardio some days, you let work get in the way or family get in the way of doing what needs to happen on a day-to-day -day basis, you end up at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. at night, and you find yourself elbow deep in a bag of chips or a bag of candy, whatever it is. The reason why you're not able to stay consistent on the things you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis is because you lost your competitive edge. You lost your competitive edge. If you lose weight, cool. If not, whatever. It's not a big deal. You lose the fire to compete. Exactly. So the first thing you need to do is you need to start treating your body. You need to start treating your fitness goals like you do when you were an athlete, like you did when you played. Because it's within you. It's within you. You have that competitive edge. You have that competitive spirit. You just need to reawaken it. You need to get back in tune. This is honestly one of the main reasons why I even started to compete in the first place. This is one of the reasons why I started bodybuilding and like actually stepping on stage in the first place because I found that I had lost my competitive edge in fitness. I'd gotten to a specific point in my body where I was like, I like what I see. I'm good, like cool. And I lost my competitive edge. And I was like, I need to get uncomfortable and regain my competitive edge. And so for me to regain my competitive edge, the what that looked like was that looked like me signing up for a bodybuilding show. Maybe for you, that's like you need to set a goal of you have to lose XYZ amount of pounds in XYZ amount of days. Put some pressure on yourself. You know what I mean? But here's the thing with pressure. There has to be a consequence to it. A lot of us are good at setting goals. We're like, oh, I want to lose this amount of weight in this amount of days. But there's no consequence to it. Like for me, when I step on stage, the consequence is like if I don't perform well, if I don't show up as my best self, I'm not going to place well. I might go up there and look like a fool if I'm not even close to the shape that the other guys are in. Like, there are consequences. I'm publicly 
like putting my physique and my body on display, right? Like that's that's what's happening. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, write this in the comments: data over feelings. If you want to start treating your body like an athlete, number one, you have to start competing, like you did when you played your sport. Number two, you have to focus on data over feelings. Guess what I do on a day to day basis? Every single day, I have numbers that I have to hit. It doesn't matter if I'm tired. It doesn't matter if I don't feel like doing it. It doesn't matter if I'm busy. The macros have to get hit. The cardio has to get hit. And I step on the scale every single day. I don't track how I feel. I don't do work based off of how I feel. I do work based off of the numbers that need to get hit on a day-to-day basis. And I think it's really, really powerful when you get to a point when you're like, these are the numbers I have to hit. This is how I feel. The numbers supersede how I feel. Oh, I don't have any macros left for the day. I don't have any calories left for the day. I'm hungry. It doesn't matter. When you can get to that point and you can start tracking data over feelings, you're unstop- you're unstoppable. You are literally unstoppable. The data has to come above the feeling. When I hit my macros and I don't have any more calories for the day, I don't have any more calories for the day. It's not like, oh, I'm craving XYZ food. I'm going to go eat. When I I'm tired for the week and I'm super busy and all three kids have been up all night and I don't feel like doing cardio. It doesn't matter. The numbers have to get hit because my vision and my goals are greater than the feelings that I have. So you have to be able to track your data over tracking feelings. A lot of people don't even know what their data is. Most of you guys do though, right? Like most of you do. So you have to make sure like you are locked in on the data. Maybe the first step into locking in on the data is actually tracking your data. Like maybe you're not, you don't even have your data in front of you. You don't know what your macros are. You don't know what you're eating on a day-to-day basis because you don't track everything. Maybe you're not taking your pictures. Like what is it that you need to get more crystal clear on on your data? Guess what the difference between Tom Brady and a lot of the other mediocre QBs are? Tom Brady is a master of the data. Guess what these guys do? Guess what the greatest of all time athletes do? They track the data. They watch game film. Right. And they're always reviewing and adjusting based off of the data. That's it. They look at the numbers. They look at the results. They look at the performance and they make adjustments based off of that. They don't feel like they had a good game. They just look at the numbers. This is the numbers that are telling me if you're not losing weight, let's say you haven't lost weight in multiple weeks. It's not like, oh, I feel like I'm doing all the right things. I feel like I'm working hard. If you are not losing weight, it's because you're not doing the work. It's the data. When Tom Brady loses a game, he doesn't sit there and say, oh, I did my best. Like, oh, well, I'll continue to do my best. He looks at the drawing board and he's like, what did I, what, what do I need to do to improve this data? That's all it is. It's data. Treat your body like an athlete. Stop looking subjectively at your body and at your goals. Okay. Number three, team effort. Write that in the comments below. Team effort. Guess what happens with Tom Brady? Tom Brady doesn't do it by himself. He has a team around him. LeBron James can't do it by himself, even though he does some, tries sometimes. He has a team around him. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan didn't do it by themselves. They have a team around them. Great athletes do not do things on their own. You need to have a team effort with your goals and with your body. You really do. You can't do this by yourself. So maybe that looks like having your spouse on board. Like I know for me, I literally would would not be able to do what I'm able to do and show up and like do well in, in my shows if my wife wasn't on board and supported me throughout the process. 
I know I wouldn't be able to do that without a coach, without the accountability on my side. I knew I wouldn't be able to do that without my gym partner by my side and like the people I train with and work out with. Or maybe for you, like who who do you need to tap into in order to optimize your body? You can't do this on your own. Like maybe you don't open up when you need to, when you're struggling, when you slip up. Like, yo, coach, I messed up today. I messed up today. I had extra cookies when I shouldn't have. I hit my macros, but I had the extra cookies. And you need a slap in the face. But you're not opening up about it, so you're not getting it. This is a team effort. Greatest athletes of all time, they don't do it by themselves. They have a team. Even like individual sports, they still have a team of people around them to support them throughout the journey. Stop being so prideful and doing things on your own. Like you need to be able to reach out for help. And I think a big part of reaching out for help is not always reaching out for help, but it's actually being like very transparent. Everyone write this in the comments below. Hot. H-O-T. Right? Hot. And here's what hot stands for. Humble, open, and transparent. If you're not humbly, openly, and transparently communicating with the people that are close to you, humble, open, transparent. I come... If I'm struggling with something, I'm open, I'm humble, I'm transparent. This is exactly what's going on, like the details. I'm not like I'm struggling. It's like, yo, I'm struggling with this, and it's making me feel this. Like, if you're not humble, open, and transparent about your struggles with the people that are closest to you, the people that are there to support you, you're not going to get the support you need. As a coach, like, I can only do so much if I'm not being communicated to properly, right? Does that make sense? So if I don't know everything that's going on, how am I going to be able to serve and help in the way that I need to? So like your role in optimizing your team effort is like, I need to communicate humbly, openly, and transparently. Even like with my wife, it's like, I need to communicate humbly, openly, and transparently with my wife about things. And it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm struggling with blah, 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 blah. Be humble, be like direct, like, yo, this is exactly what's going on. And a lot of men struggle with this. A lot of men cannot, A, be humble. Uh, you know, men, we struggle with humility. We step into pride. Like, oh, I'm not struggling. Or if you are struggling, you downplay the struggle. Open. Like when someone asks you what's going on, oh, I'm good, man. I got it. Brush it off. I can handle it on my own. Transparent. You're going to tell half of the story. So my challenge for you, if you want to start treating your body like an athlete, Number one is you need to reawaken that competitive spirit within you. Like, it's time to go to war. It's time to battle. It's time to be a victor. It's time to be a champion because that's what you are created to be. Like, you're not created to live this mediocre life. And the only way to do that is you're going to have to compete. You're going to have to fight. You're going to have to wake up every single day and go to war. Number two, data over feelings. We make adjustments based off of the data. If I'm not losing weight, it's because I'm not doing the right things. That's it. Straight up. It's not because I'm like, oh, blah, no compromises. You're not losing weight. The data is correct, always correct. That means I need to make adjustments based off the data. Number three, it's a team effort. I need to communicate humbly, openly, and transparently with the people that are supporting me and that are closest to me if I want to get the best support and accountability possible. All right, guys. I hope you got some value from today. I want to see you step into this. I want to see you treat your body like an athlete because when you treat your body like an athlete, you get amazing results. Most people in the gym, they don't know how to do this, and that's why they're just stuck and they're not getting the results that they want on a regular basis. All right, let's go.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at TrizzlemanFitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.